Hey, hey, this is Mark Thompson, narrator of a bunch of the Star Wars audiobooks, and you are listening to The Living Force. May the Force be with you. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. Are we almost there? A Utini Podcast Network production. Can't you make this thing go any faster? Episode 166, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim Part 2. On this episode, the Utini crew continues their conversation about their experiences at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. That's not how it works. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello, everyone! Welcome to the Living Force Utini Network podcast, all about Star Wars Celebration and the incredible depression that followed it. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me to lament that we're not in Anaheim is happy birthday to you, Dr. Corey Helton. It's his birthday, everybody! It is. It is my birthday. Hello, everyone. It's just my birthday. I'm not sure. That was like my kind of lowbot C-3PO dance, I guess. Doesn't he do that? Yeah. Some roll. You're I was going to say, if you guys, uh, if you guys sing me happy birthday on the show, I will kill myself live on the internet. Darkness. I'm sorry. I've been watching season four of Stranger Things. I've been in a dark, a dark place. <laughs> Let me tell it you. It's a massive switch from like the light and life of celebration to like, maybe yeah. everyone's going to die. Who's to say? That's, that is, that is accurate. That is accurate. Yeah. Here we Sponsor go. us, birthday. Netflix. Yeah. Yes. So glad you're here, man. Uh, you don't look a day over 40. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure celebration in the week that followed uh, aged me <laughs> at least 10 years. So yeah, I finally really- slept and recovered. And as you can see, my office is mostly put together now. Uh, we have a few Star Wars decor things to do in here, which we'll do and let's talk about on the show later on. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, finally recovered, excited to talk about this, and I have no memory. I'm talking about the last one. Seriously, I have no memory. I'm <laughs> like looking at the notes. I'm like, did we talk about this stuff? I literally don't remember this, so I have no idea what the show is even about. So you know, here we are. <laughs> it's gonna be great. You really, you really got a, a big Obama at the end of his second term energy right I, now, where, is, where yeah. he like mm-hmm. became just completely the gray is, and exhausted. The hair is graying. I can feel it. Actively, well, in the moment. I'm, I'm glad to have you here on this day of your birth. I'm also glad uh, that this next person's here. It's not his birthday. Um, I don't know. It's just a day for you, isn't it, Dr. Charles Hankel? What's it the is, day for you? It is Corey's birthday. That is okay. the day for me as well. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I contemplated not coming this week to the show because, you know, last week I just I was just sad. I was just sad hearing about what an awesome time y'all had and then you were like, let's do it again next week. And I was <laughs> like, no, okay, I'll be there. So here I am. Well, luckily, oh, Charles, uh, we did pay it forward with you by last night getting together and talking to you about Obi-Wan Kenobi for two hours straight. So. Like almost three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I was hope, great. I hope that offset this for you. And you can find at least a modicum of happiness uh, that I find every week because I'm in the presence once more of the man who just makes me feel whole, makes me feel alive, and makes me forget I have COVID. It's Wes Jenkins. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Eric, I can't thank you enough for these great introductions. You make me, you make me feel 10 feet tall. Good. Um, yes, yeah, so yesterday... Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, yesterday I say Sunday, we did a uh, Bounty Hunt podcast, about two hours. It was fantastic. Um, I really wanted to watch episode three again afterwards. Um, but 
I'm excited to talk about Celebration and all the cool crap that I bought and or stole from um, from Oga's Cantina. Yes! Oh my god, I can't wait to talk about that. I love a good bit of larceny in my Star Wars. Uh, but yes, if y'all haven't missed it uh, and you're caught up on Obi-Wan Kenobi, the new Disney Plus show, of course, we brought back our show Bounty Hunt, where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. We've gone through Manda, we've gone through Clone Wars, we've gone through the Book of Boba Fett, and now we're going through Obi-Wan Kenobi, the first Three episodes of Obi-Wan were condensed into one massive episode of Bounty Hunt. It's right before this video on our YouTube channel. And by the time you hear this on the audio feed, hopefully we will, we will have uploaded the audio version to the Bounty Hunt podcast feed. We hope you enjoy that. Full spoilers, just as a warning, but come on. You've seen Obi-Wan by now, right? If not, do it. It's great. Uh, do we it. it a lot. Also... On this YouTube channel, we uploaded our panel. A huge shout-out to our very own Emma Park, who edited that together. Uh, that showed our panel from Star Wars Celebration. So if you missed Utini's exploring the universe, which is fine. A lot of stuff was going on. Mando Plus was going on at that point, And some folks just were in Anaheim. That's okay. It is fully up on YouTube right now for you to enjoy. It's about, I don't know, an hour long. Uh, we go through the whole history of Star Wars books and... Um, it's pretty cool seeing it up there. Uh, it's pretty surreal being up there. But, Corey, tell me if you feel the same way. I was watching it, and I was like, oh, right. We we did that. It like, solidifies that it happened a little bit. It does. You know? Yeah, that's wild. I mean, I still can't believe it. We had a panel at Celebration, and it, I thought it was pretty good. I went back and watched some of it, and, like, you know, it was pretty concise. Emma did a great job of editing, like, the uh, like the kind of the slides that we, sh- that we showed, and we put a lot of work into them. And, and we had lots of people come up to us afterwards and come by the booth later and tell us they really enjoyed the panel, and it's one of their favorites of the weekend. And uh, I feel like we killed it. I mean, it was fun. I mean, you and I were talking before we uh, did the panel, Eric, that, like, you know, we weren't really super nervous once we got on stage uh, because we literally get together and practice public speaking once a week for like three years. So <laughs> it wasn't. Right. It really wasn't that different than hosting a podcast. I mean, the energy was good. I mean, we it was well rehearsed. It was scripted, and for the most part, and uh, that was a lot of fun. It's definitely one of the highlights of any Star Wars experience I've personally had. I mean, I think I'm going to remember that forever being up there on that stage. And we had a good, we had a good crowd too. I mean, we had uh, like 150 people or something like that. So, I mean, it was, it was, yeah. it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. It was. And yeah, absolutely scripted. Unlike this show. I mean, would I say banana grams, pork and butt? No, that's not scripted, but the panel was, cause it's way more important. Uh, and had a great time with it. So I hope you enjoy the panel. Share it with your friends that don't know who we are. And if you're a new listener, I know that we've gotten a few folks from Celebration that just found us. I'm sorry I just said Bananagram Porking Butt. I don't say that a lot. Um, <laughs> don't expect that from me. But if you're just finding us and you like what you see, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel. we got stuff coming out all the time. And if you're listening to us in audio and you haven't yet, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, what have you, go ahead and give us a rating. Give us a little review. Tell people why you like us. Or if you don't like us, I, I think they disabled reviews. So uh, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Really timing there. So I want to thank you all for listening and watching. But, of course, I want to say a special thank you to our Patreon community over at patreon.com slash utini. Oh, my goodness. All the photos and videos and things have finally been put in a Google Drive from Celebration. The content is beginning to be put together. Uh, obviously our panel was the first thing we wanted to do, but for our patrons, we're going to be putting together some stuff for you. Some videos, some behind the scenes things. Uh, I have a couple things in mind related to some merchandise stuff that we're going to put up for you. So keep your eyes peeled. And again, thank you all so much 
for supporting us, allowing us not only to make all these podcasts and all this stuff on utini.com. I mean, we're talking server costs. <laughs> we're talking design elements. But we're also talking things that allow us to make these cool projects for you and got us a celebration in the first place. We could not have made the booth, could not have done the panel, couldn't have done anything without you. We love you so dearly. Thank you so, so much. All right. Next up, before we dive back into the celebration, depression, I mean joy, I really miss Anaheim, guys. We have a really <laughs> quick announcement for our Star Wars Weekly Roundup. It's the Star Wars Weekly Roundup. Alright, a little bit of announcement for this week. A book that kind of slid under the radar until we were at Celebration, honestly. We're getting so many books right now. But it's Star Wars Stories of Jedi and Sith. This book is releasing tomorrow from our friends at Disney Books, uh, Disney Lucasfilm. Um, if you get a copy, it will not look like this. Because this is the convention-exclusive cover of One Obi-Wan Kenobi by the incredible Jake Bartok. He also illustrated the main cover that has Darth Vader on the front. So if you're buying this from... Barnes & Noble, Amazon, your local indie publisher, whatever it may be, you're going to see Vader on it. Uh, it's going to have the same great stories, the same great interior art by Jake. I just kind of want to make you all aware of this. Uh, I was able to at least start going through this uh, on the plane ride back. And as I, as I said, I did, unfortunately, get COVID uh, at Celebration. I'm feeling better. Uh, a lot of y'all wish me well. I really appreciate it. But I was able to kind of knock out a few of these over the weekend, and they're just freaking lovely. If you like the Clone Wars stories of light and dark, it's the exact same kind of vibe. You want some Yoda in the High Republic? It's going to be in here. You want a cool Qui-Gon story? Of course you do. You always want more Qui-Gon. That's in here. We got adventurous story. We got all kinds of good short stories. Keep it by the bed. Read one before you go to sleep and just kind of make your way through it. Um, now, guys, Weston Corey specifically, did you guys pick up the con-exclusive version of this when we were at celebration did you grab this one i, d I did not i did not i bring did not home much stuff honestly at all actually from celebration um and i didn't come up with any books funny enough so no i did not mm. grab that but a bunch of people on our team did i, I remember yeah. that because uh i had to pack it all up one day <laughs> at the booth <laughs> there was like so many i feel like i was like putting uh, a bunch of those books and the special you know three pack high republic like 250 and fifty dollar collection i think i put like four of those there you got it right there but like four of those under the so under the heavy. table and i was texting everybody being like hey guys i'm putting like three thousand dollars worth of books under the table i have to leave i hope somebody comes and picks them up you know so that yeah was funny. i did not make it to the celebration store oh, because wow. the the line was did any of y'all wait in like the normal people line no, lightning lightning lead. Lead. <laughs> yeah the line was incredible I didn't um, so I, wasn't I was able disappointed to with there. the store in Chicago, so I decided not to even bother trying yeah. to do it this time. So I was just like, everything was so picked over after the first day. I was just like, yeah, I think I'll pass. Yeah. Well, even if you weren't there, even if you're a person like Charles who just likes Star Wars and didn't have to prove it by shilling out money like we did, <clears throat> you're better than us, Charles, is what I'm saying. Uh, you can pick up Star Wars Stories of Jedi and Sith starting tomorrow, Tuesday the 7th, and... It features some friends of the show, including Delilah S. Dawson, who we spoke to almost three years ago now. Wow. It seems like forever ago. Uh, Michael Morisi, who we got to talk to on the show. Alex Segura. Um, a lot of great authors in here as well that we haven't gotten to talk to yet, but are writing some amazing, amazing stories. And, as Jared reminds us in the chat, Jen Heddle, one of the editors of Star Wars, amazing person, has some great panels at Celebration, announced that the audiobook has a stellar cast, including Sam Witwer. 
three guesses who he's going to voice in this one. <laughs> um, and that is actually going to be delayed by a couple of weeks just due to production issues. So if you're an audiobook listener, you're not going to see it live tomorrow uh, in Audible as you usually do. Know that it's coming. Might have to wait a little bit longer for these short stories, but all these short story collections, I really love how many authors and narrators they get on them, so it'll definitely be a blast. Star Wars, Stories of Jedi and Sith, use it to tide you over until Shadow of the Sith comes out in just a couple weeks, y'all. Because you gotta go to the utini.com release schedule to find all your new pre-orders, and you're gonna have Shadow of the Sith on June 28th by Adam Christopher, and Padawan by Kirsten White on July 26th, uh, YA. So we got a bunch of new ones coming up. And, yes, Indiana Trucker, this is news that I'm sure Legends Look Back is going to bring you on <coughs> Thursday. But if you're not if on the Star Wars Twitter, or our Twitter, you may have missed the announcement. That, guys, the Essential Legends version of Darth Maul Shadowhunter is going to be narrated fully by Sam Witwer. Did you see that? Wild. I did yeah. see that. I did see that today. By Maul himself! That's very, very exciting. Uh, I did catch, uh, I caught part of Sam Witwer and... Uh, Matt Lancer on stage at uh, like the little the Star Wars show the stage, stage. Was called yeah. the mm-hmm. live stage, yeah, yeah. and uh, they were super super cool. Um, I tell you what though, like the <laughs> it is not fair that they could put two men that are as quite frankly devilishly good looking as those two men <laughs> on the stage at the same time. I'm like, good god, their jawline is gonna cut me from <laughs> over there. It's ridiculous. It is insane. <laughs> I, uh, I I I actually. This, is, uh, this would probably be fitting later in the show. We're about to jump into our celebration stuff. But on um, Friday night, uh, Charlie and I went to Star Wars night at Disneyland. And we'll go into that in a little bit detail later. But I did see <clears throat> Sam Witwer there. He was just walking nice. past. Because if you know Sam Witwer, you know he's worn the same leather jacket for 15 years. <laughs> so all you look is for the same jacket. And like Corey said, maybe the most beautiful man you've ever seen in real life. And you've seen that in <laughs> Sam Witwer. And uh, he was walking with a handler down Main Street, and I, I, I was like, I panicked, and I was like, oh, my God, Sam Witwer, I love everything you do. He's like, thanks, brother. And he just kept walking, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> that was the best thing I could have said. I, I was like, I nailed I it. You I did it. You just, you just panic. You can't do anything about it. You just panic, you know? Yeah, absolutely beautiful. We love you, Sam. Glad that he's continuing to be mauled in the Star Wars universe. He's died like seven times by now, and he keeps getting projects. So massive props. <laughs> Make sure to get all of pre-orders in. All that is on UTD.com on the new release schedule. The most accurate release schedule on the internet, I will say. Thanks for our amazing timeline database team. Love you guys. Uh, <laughs> go there and make sure you don't miss anything. Accurate. All right. With that, fellas, in honor of Corey's birthday. I'm just going to keep saying that because I love that it's your birthday. It's a show day. This is not going to happen a lot. Uh, oh, no. Let's jump back in. To the Star Wars celebration, Charles, you talked way too much last week, so I didn't even need you to calm down. Just shut uh, up, Charles. Shut the hell I'll up. I'll try. <laughs> I'll do my best. But I will say this. Uh, so we've had, a, we've had a week since then. Obviously, we came in. The three of us were exhausted. I un, I'm going to keep saying I unknowingly had COVID at the time. Uh, I was a little exhausted. Charles, what has it been like to kind of see, from your perspective, the kind of bounce back slash, like, start of the emotional train of people returning from celebration in the star wars community like evening i guess i don't know it's been a little bit of a roller coaster even for me just like watching all the conversations going on because i mean you're right while y'all were there it was you know what limited communication we had was i was just jealous the whole time i was just green with jealous rage 
uh, and y'all were just clearly having the absolute time of your life. And then you got back and everyone was just settled into this deep, dark depression. And I was like, maybe it's a good thing I didn't go. Like, I'm <laughs> happier than these people right now. Um, but you went to the beach, dude. You're like, I, oh, I'm having a blast. I know. I, I, mean, like, I just want to sleep. I've been chilling. But, uh, but no, I mean, now it kind of just feels like we can all kind of focus on the actual announcements themselves, like the things that we have, you know, to look forward to. And we're kind of all just back on the, on the same train and on the same fun journey. So it's, it's nice to be kind of reunited, even though I give y'all a hard time about leaving me behind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it it is nice to all be able to be like, all right, now we all got to wait in starwars.com again for the next thing. Uh, And we'll all be in the same kind of place of, trying to take as many bathroom breaks as possible at our jobs to make sure we're caught up. But before we get into some of those announcements, come on. Don't you you work from home? Not me. Yeah. (laughs) And I still sneak into the bathroom to check my phone Uh, because it's programmed within me. Uh, But before we get into Friday, uh, which began with the nonfiction panel, uh, Wes, I want to highlight you a bit, man, because I know Corey said he didn't buy too much. I showed off what I bought last week a little bit, uh, but I would – you got – you got a pretty decent haul from Star Wars Celebration. So I'd like, I got I'd like some to, things. Yeah, let's do a little show and tell here if you don't mind. Okay. So I kind of – I was keeping myself from buying all the stuff on the showroom floor. So there's all kinds of stuff that I wanted to purchase. There were T-shirts. There were old, like, uh, three and three-quarter inch, three and a quarter inch figure. Um, like, there were so many, like – what is the one that's, like, one is blue and one is, like, gray and one of them is, like – Two thousand dollars, yeah, yeah, something the like that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I think somebody <laughs> had that there, but so I kept myself within a budget, sort of. So I'll start <laughs> so with, <laughs> I'll start with one of the coolest things that we got, and it was free. And this is the the Utini pins. You yeah. can see that. Oh man, these yeah. were the coolest things that, and we gave out a lot of these. And I saw these on people's backpacks, and I saw them on their shirts. So I was really happy that I got to I got one of these. I had to ask bribe Corey; he wouldn't give me one. Um, but that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> so Wednesday we went to Galaxy's Edge, and we went to first went to Oga's Cantina, started drinking at eight thirty in the morning. So I took a coaster. This is one of the yes. coasters, Eric. I think you got a set. I was too afraid to ask, so I just took one of the coasters that, that was on the bar. Um, but then we went um, out by Ronto Roasters. And into some of those little shops there, that was great. And um, we picked up a Sabak game, nice. so we got oh Sabak. Sick! I love those. They were super cool. Um, and then there was a booklet on the table where the cashier was, and he was like, "Well, what is that?" And he was like, "I don't think that you can handle this kind of danger." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, thank God you're oh a my character. God, I love they this." Got you. I was like, "They got you." Know you. What? I was like, "You know what? I think I can." I think I can do it. He was like, "Well, look here, sir." And he like starts flipping these pages and it's like a it's like a scavenger hunt for 6-year-olds. So, <laughs> I was like, "I'm going to do it." So, we took those like, booklets I'm gonna, I'm gonna and we had a great time. Those are 6-year-olds, but <laughs> I'm going to do. <laughs> so, we ended up um, going over to Doc Ondar's and spent too much money on lightsabers. So, a friend of mine uh, got the Ventress lightsaber. Yes. Um, the um, and I think that one connects to Darth Maul's lightsaber, mm-hmm. so it's kind of they're basically the same thing, just in different colors. Um, but I picked up the best lightsaber of all time. Um, it is the Dooku's hilt. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. 
So I picked up this guy, and the, right before I picked it up, um, a man had asked for it, and I thought it was like the, I thought the lady had said, "Oh, that great, that's the last one we got." And I was going to be like, "Nah, dude, that one's going to be mine." But I mean, I will duel you for this. There is there's a guy <laughs> that that is. Not working for the cashiers, he's kind of like the bus boy, and he's just carting in lightsabers every ten minutes. Like, <laughs> 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 just like, like he just kept coming with lightsabers, and people just kept buying them. And like right before I bought mine, someone had purchased like twenty five hundred dollars in lightsabers and the and the tubes. And the, oh <laughs> so I was God. like, all right, man. Um, a buddy of mine also got his, so I got mine shipped home. Smart, it's a fantastic idea, Smart. Eric. Yes, and. Um, he got Ray's reforged lightsaber. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yes. yeah the Anakin lightsaber. I love that one. Yeah. It. yeah, and yeah, it's so cool. Um, and it's got, like, I'm supposed to give it to him. Stuff. Yeah, I'm supposed to give it to him, but I think I'm just going to keep it. Um, so <laughs> that lightsaber it belongs. It suddenly got to lost you. in the mail. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it suddenly got lost in the mail. Um, so moving on, uh, Friday night we went to the Anaheim Angels game. And we sat in the outfield deck front row trying to get a home run ball. Never got one. But they did give out um, these bobbleheads. <laughs> Shohei Tani Juan Kenobi. So it's just it's Shohei as a Obi-Wan character. I where he has his, he has his baseball robe. And he has a lightsaber as a baseball bat. So I was like, we got to go and get these things. So we made sure we got there really early. And then... I, I think Saturday was the day I was walking around the uh, the show floor, and I went by the Gentle Giant booth. Oh, and no. I don't know if it was the Gentle Giant booth, but it had all of them, and it had like the it had like uh, Star Wars concept art ones of of Luke Skywalker, who looks yes. like he looks like um, like Kyle Katarn. It's weird. Yep, it looks very strange. Um, so there was a lot of these Gentle Giant busts, and I I had one that I got from that giant stupid. Uh, <laughs> mystery box, oh, the sand trooper. Right? Yeah, there it is, mystery yeah. box. Yeah, so I got this one in the in a hundred and like eighty dollar mystery box, and I I took this and I gave my friends all the other stuff. But um, so I got this one. I really liked it. I was like, this is actually really the detail on it is amazing. So I wanted to get something like super obscure. Um, the the concept art ones were pretty cool. I think I wanted to do that, but then I was I saw three. <clears throat> Of these characters, they had tw- the 2012 celebration. I forgot where that was, but this is a 2012 celebration exclusive, Ooh. and it's one of 1500 that they made. And it is Admiral Mahdi <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting choked, oh, yeah. and he's grabbing his uh, got his neck. See why you so this is. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 so I thought this was I this is really neat because it's very obscure. If somebody saw this, like you know. In your dining room or something, they were like, "What the hell is that?" And you're like, "If you don't know, then I'm not telling you." Do you like hold no. your hand up to that as you walk past it? <laughs> Just make up don't frighten us the with cool your thing. sorceress ways, Lord Vader. <laughs> the horrible thing is, I know these these fingers right here are going to break off. 100%. Somebody's going to break these damn things off. One hundred percent. Doc's going to grab it one day. <laughs> Start running. Be with very it. careful. But that was kind of my haul. Wow. Um, That's a lot, dude. I. I kept it. I kind of kept down. I, I walked on Saturday. I was like, walk by that General Giant booth. I don't know. I walked by it on Wednesday. Walked by it on Thursday. Walked by it on Friday. I was like, I'm not going to do it. And then I was like, well, there's $150 right down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the test, right? Is that, I think a celebration, if you're not at the store, that's kind of a good rule of thumb is to like 
make sure you really want something because there, there are certain one-of-a-kind items obviously if you're walking by they may be gone the next day but if you think it's gonna yeah. be there for a couple days eh, sleep on yeah. it yeah sleep on it. yeah the admiral Mahdi boxes there were dust all over them <laughs> you don't those weren't flying off the shelves the admiral yeah, Mahdi. I mean, I think they've been there since the 2012 celebration. They've been trying to sell them. You guys so out there they yelling, got me like, real There's good. only 100 in availability. Only 100. Yeah. Come on. So I was I was looking for the cashier to pay for it, and this guy was just talking to somebody, and he was like, um, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I had a, a, a Star Wars like hero moment there, and I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, that was, uh, that was Barris Offy. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, the one from the Clone Wars? Uh, the Clone Wars TV show? He's like, no, no, dude. The one from the movie. And I was like, Dead. why didn't you tell me, man? <laughs> like, I'm going to send something to her. God. But yeah, so she came by and said hello to that guy that was wow. doing the gentle wow. job. Was cool. she also Holy looking smoke. for yeah. an Admiral Mahdi? Was she like- I didn't even notice her. <laughs> <laughs> that is a solid didn't recognize haul, her because she wasn't green. But I had know? a good haul. Yeah, <laughs> I had a good haul. <laughs> All right. So that was fun. My gosh. I love that. And also, if any of y'all listening... Or watching, if you have celebration halls, I know a lot of people have been putting them on Twitter. I've loved seeing those. Come over to our Discord, throw them in the Star Wars Celebration channel. Uh, if you want to look for a place where folks are going to be like, "That's amazing! I'm going to validate you spending that amount of money." There's no better place than Utini, baby. We will be happy for you spending any kind of money you want and showing off your cool thing. Because nothing's better than having a cool thing, except for showing off the cool thing to people that appreciate the cool thing. <laughs> uh, Agree. So I love that. Happy for you, Wes. Now. We're going to time travel back to last week. My God, it's already been a week, but it's also it's only been a week. It's like in the middle of that. Uh, to Friday. So Friday morning, as I shared last weekend, began with me and Charlie meeting you and McGregor. But we went past that, and we're going to go to the nonfiction panel. Uh, this was the panel, obviously, with our friends from DK, uh, from Inside Editions. We, we like to feature the reference books a lot on this show because we love the art books. We love the in-galaxy books. Um and one thing, the first big announcement was a book that I don't think any of us really have a lot of experience with, and that is a lifestyle book, and it was called Star Wars Every Day, that's coming from Ahsoka Tana herself, Ashley Eckstein, who was actually at the panel, which is kind of amazing, uh, and Kelly Knox, who has wrote uh, Be More Obi-Wan that's coming out soon, a huge presence on StarWars.com as a writer, and also Star Wars Twitter, and... It was kind of a cool little thing. This has, like, a bunch of crafts. If you follow Kelly at all, she's done a lot of crafts on StarWars.com. <laughs> and have you guys noticed, like, Ashley Eckstein's been getting a lot into this mindfulness stuff lately. Yeah, she and has. This book yeah, I have a, a lot about that. I have two comments uh, about Ashley Eckstein that I learned at Celebration. First of all, we were parked over on the side of the uh, Lego booth, which was right next to the kids' stage or whatever mm-hmm. that was over there. And Ashley Eckstein, multiple times during, like, both, like, all the days, like, come out and did these, like, little mindfulness things with the kids. And she would actually come mm-hmm. out on the stage and, like, say the thing, and it was cool. And uh, it was kind of neat to sort of overhear that, like, from the UT yeah. booth. That was interesting. Um, and I also learned that uh, they might have done Ashley Eckstein a little dirty with uh, with uh, the new Mandalorian stuff. Um, she said on some panel, I don't know if it was this one, on some panel that she's never met Rosario Dar- Dawson, never talked nope. to her about her portrayal of Ahsoka and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, it, like, and she kind of said it in a way Ooh. like like she was a little offended by that. Like, is the way yeah. I, the, the vibe that kind of which sucks, man. That yeah. sucks. Like, come on. Like, she. Yeah, you think they collaborate a little bit? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you think that, or at least introduce yeah. them. I mean, come yeah. on, Billy D. W- Williams like sat down with uh, 
what's his name? Childish Gambino. It's the only way I could ever yeah. name him. <laughs> and uh, talk yep. to him all about Lando and stuff. So I don't know. That bothered me. But yeah, Ashley Eckstein is doing all kinds of really cool stuff with, with Star Wars and mindfulness. And he seems to be involved in a lot of those different projects. Those... Uh, I'm not sure if you guys caught any of that, but the video of her like doing the meditation and stuff that they played kind of throughout the yeah. day is really professional. I mean, it's like yeah. it looks like it's, she's on Star, Star Wars War- planets. It was yeah. cool. It's on Star Wars Kids now as well, the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a separate YouTube channel, uh, so especially if you got kids or if you're just interested, uh, check that out. It's got all her mindfulness things that they released on the channel. And also, shout out my friend Sarah Bermudez, who works at Disneyland, actually does the How to Draw Star Wars characters on that channel. Uh and she rocks. So go watch Shara. Go watch Ashley Eckstein. Get mindful. And look out for that book that's coming out. We also got a bunch of cool tidbits about battles that define the galaxy. This book came out during COVID. We did a little mini review of it uh, when it came out. It's freaking awesome. Uh, if y'all remember, it's like the like a World War II historian account of the battles of uh, Star Wars. And they kind of went over that with a bunch of those authors. And then what is... Maybe the biggest moment of one of our uh, Utini staff members' lives occurred. And that was the official look and reveal of an upcoming book called Star Wars Timelines, uh, which we all thought looks great. We got to see some of the inner spreads. Um, and this is written by a bunch of amazing people, including uh, one of people that I love so dearly, Amy Rakow, um, who actually, and I got to tell the story, y'all. She came up to the booth on Sunday morning uh, to just, just say hi. Uh, we, we're, we're mutuals on Twitter. I've loved Amy for years. Uh, we get to chat. We finally got to meet. And Trev was there. And Trev was like, oh, my God. It's a Star Wars timeline book. I'm the most excited I've ever been for anything. For those of you that may not know, Trev is our watcher of the timeline. He is the guy that curates the timeline, picks the dates, makes sure that everything is accurate. This is his livelihood. And Amy literally told him that she has used his timeline on utini.com to double-check some things for the timeline book. And y'all, I've never seen a happier man in my entire life. Straight up. like <laughs> I it, thought it he was going to have a stroke. Beautiful. Look at him. Look at him in this picture. Look he looks like he, he is. Like, like his head's about to explode at any given moment. I know. Yeah, yeah. This is the most well, validating thing <laughs> you could tell somebody is that your – your company, your like official, like official corporation uses your information for their stuff. So yeah, it's very validating. Big deal, big deal, guys. Big deal for us, Utini. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was really cool. cool. Really no one cool. deserves more than Trev. And this timeline book, uh, interesting. So Indiana Trucker makes a great point. Only thing that's a bummer about that book is that within a couple years, that book will probably be a little out of date, which is possible. And I think this is an interesting <laughs> thing. It's a marketing thing. Exactly. The Essential <laughs> Atlas gets updated because there will also be a galaxy map uh, that was revealed. There was a poster. I don't have it on me now, but they gave out a poster about it. But, um, guys, what do, you, what do you think about that concept, actually, as we kind of talk about this book? This is a book that is the timelines of Star Wars from High Republic yeah. on down. They talked a lot about it. There's spreads that we actually tweeted out today. Go over to underscore us if you haven't. Check those out. Um What do you think about books like these that are kind of evergreen content, but by definition will need to be updated? I, uh, I use something like this. You guys remember that uh, that sort of legendsy book by Pablo Hidalgo, and I think Jason Fry was involved, yep. and it had Yoda mm-hmm. reading a book on the cover. The essential really cool artwork, the Essential Companion. Yeah, yeah, I used that for the longest time, and uh, 
I used it for inspiration to create the first timeline stuff at Utini and, and all that kind of stuff. So we're no stranger to these types of books, and I like them. I think they're fun. I think it's fun to have something to reference when you want something a little more visual, a little bigger than something like the Utini timeline, right? When you want more information and also from an official source as well. It makes yeah. it, it's a, it's a big deal. I won't be surprised if we have to take something like this and, um, you know, you know, Trevor is going to comb the living shit of it and read every single word <laughs> oh like a hundred times. So we'll, we'll have something, we'll, there's something bigger and more official to cross reference the Utini timeline with, which we will absolutely do. So, yeah, um, I'm excited I about think this it, project. Yeah, I think it's great to like sit down like as you're watching like Clone Wars, as you're watching Rebels, as a, anything really, and saying how this all connects together. Because some, some of that stuff you'll never know like no. where these parts connect with Rebels, where these parts kind of connect with Star Wars Resistance. Mm-hmm. So all of that yeah. it helps you kind of see where this all fits in together, and they, that's one of the big things I like about those uh, those timeline books. Especially, I just flip back through utini.com, on, to be honest with you. Yeah. Not because I'm a shill, but because it's helpful. And now you'll have this glorious <laughs> well, timeline book. Um, <laughs> also, uh, shout out to uh, our, our friend uh, Kelly Knox, just arrived in the chat. Famed author of Star Wars Every Day. Uh, Kelly, hey. can't wait for that and be more Obi-Wan. Uh, make sure to not only pre-order Kelly's books, but also read all her articles because they fill you with love and joy of Star Wars. She's amazing. Charles, I got a pop quiz for you. What's that? You weren't at this panel, but you better know this answer. Uh Uh, Indiana Trekker asked us in the chat, will this timeline book only include what's on screen or also the books and comics? Charles, pop quiz. What do you think? 50-50. I'm going to say it includes books and comics. You're wrong, Charles, because Uh. it includes books, comics, and games. Oh, yes. I got you. I'm sorry. I'm a stinker. That was was not cool. Yeah, it's comprehensive. It's a comprehensive book that covers all the different Star Wars timelines, all through all the different mediums, and, uh, you know, that's uh, exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. This was an incredible incredible panel that, that really outlined all that, and as each of the authors about Star Wars timelines spoke, you could hear how much they loved doing each of their individual things, and they were, like, cross-referencing um, different media, different types, and they each kind of got assigned different eras. So, like, this, I, I cannot wait for this. It's coming out later this year. But we also got a brand-new book uh, announced that I, I had not heard of before this panel, and it's written by the esteemed and lovely Kristen Baver, and it is called Star Wars 100 Objects. And I thought this was such an interesting concept for a book because essentially it is the idea that we're going to take 100 props from the history of Star Wars. Um, And it can be things like Darth Vader's helmet. It can be things like a Wookiee instrument horn that's there, the chance cube. And Kristen Baber has now written this book that is going to tell the history of Star Wars using only 100 items. And, y'all, I have never considered something like this, but I'm kind of already obsessed with it. Like, it's like the <laughs> – yeah. uh, I think they mentioned like the cool. British Museum for Star Wars. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, yeah, these, these cool. kind of books are fun. It's very much in, in, in the same vein as these sort of, like, Star Wars encyclopedias, you know, where they have all the mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes stuff and it names yeah. all the stuff. And, like, that was really fun with the like the sequel trilogy to go through and be like, this is some random object from Kylo Ren's t- – uh, I don't know, bedside table, you know what I mean? Like, it was just goofy like what that. What in the I mean, world was on Kylo Ren's bedside table? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole episode. Uh, well, uh, first of all, a gun. Uh, second of all... <laughs> 
fan fiction. Oh, All right. man. There's, yes. a, there's a ring where he left a con, like kept his cup because he didn't lose a coaster. That's he right, never yeah. uses uh, coasters. All his, uh, uh, all his, all his like you know entry bands for all his music festivals and concerts because nobody yeah. knows where else to put those. <laughs> <laughs> so did y'all see talking about the mask of Darth Vader? Did you see that at Doc Ondar's? Yes. Yes. Sell that. I oh, did. Wow. I saw that. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was like four hundred dollars. I think I saw that. It was really sick. <laughs> yeah. yeah Wes, you thought about that. From. I did. Couple uh, times. Th- All right. This book kind of looks to me, or sounds to me, like a like a in universe, or like a real universe. Quinlan Voss's ability, you know, where he can touch an object yeah. and see its oh, history. Yeah. It's kind of like if we could do that with Star Wars props. That'd be yeah. amazing. Oh, you mean you mean totally future star of Kenobi, Quinlan Voss? Yep, that one. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll see. Hopefully. Uh, let's play a little hypothetical game here before we get to the next panel, guys. There's a hundred objects in this book. What is one of them? Uh, <laughs> Charles, you had a guess. What's one you think might make the cut? Hundred objects. Hundred objects. I know this is a tough one. This Just is not in the outline. I will own this, y'all. I'm springing this on these guys and myself. It's why I always go last in these questions. <laughs> I think the head of that frog that Jabba spits at the uh, at the gong <laughs> probably probably that has to that, be on there. That's what made the cut, huh? All yeah. right. All right. Great. Awesome. Head of frog. Uh, ooh, I like uh, in the chat Count Dooku's pajamas. I like oh, that. Yes, I spent a lot of credits to get that on Battlefront. Yeah. I, uh, I want the uh, I want the little flute thing that Yoda has hanging around his neck that we've never heard play or anything. Like, please give me that. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. I don't know what that. I don't know what the instrument's good. called, but you know, Yoda's flute. Great. Oogaloo. Oh, Justin got got one. Qui Gon's comm link. That is just a razor. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody's mom had that razor in the bathtub in the 90s. Everybody's did. Yeah. And we all tried to test our blood for midichlorians, right? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let's just see. Wes, what about you? Uh, Ochi of Bestoon's knife. That's going to be in there oh, easily. Oh, yeah. Right? That's Boring. That's it's going to be in there, No, of you're right. You're right, though. You're right. Um, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You know what? You know what? You're right. Um, I will say, I'm trying to go, like, slightly beaten path, but there's also so many ones that yeah. I think just make sense. Um, history of all Star Wars. Like, the dice. I, I think, the dice have got to be in there. From well, the, the Falcon. Han Solo's dice. Oh, Han, yeah. yeah. Han Solo's dice. I'm going to take that as mine, because I love those dice. They're also in my car. Uh, so, in yeah, mine. Han Solo's <laughs> dice. And mine. Oh, God, I love Solo. <laughs> Wes, you got dice in your truck? No. Oh, no, man. Not, not We're going to get you some dice. Yeah. So <laughs> the look not out for that. Kind. Star Wars 100 Objects by Kristen Baver and see which 100 objects are going to be there and see if we're all right. Looking at the chat, we got Dex, Dexter Dexter's cooking apron. We got the Japor snippet <laughs> necklace. Anakin makes for Padme. The training orb. Uh, ooh, maybe the rock that Luke throws in Return of the Jedi to crush the Rancor. Maybe that'll be in there. <laughs> I was going to say the thermal detonator rock from Solo. Yeah. <laughs> you made a clicking noise with your mouth. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, so we went from the amazing nonfiction panel. Obviously, so many books panels to start this off, going from Delray to High Republic to nonfiction. It was a very busy Thursday into Friday. And then we had something pretty low-key and fun, which was the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. Um, I saw this screaming uh, on, a, on an overflow stage, and y'all, there were a lot of fun kind of highlights of this, but easily i think the best part about this was watching the interplay 
Later in the panel between you and Hayden, they came for like the last 10 minutes. But the star of this was absolutely Tim Morrison and Daniel Logan. If y'all yeah. are watching, Tim <laughs> Morrison is the, the funniest he was a dude. Nut job, dude. On stage, he was this. amazing. He just kept talking. Yeah, just kept going. <laughs> Bless her heart, Ashley Eckstein. In the, uh, the uh, the the documentary, or whatever behind the scenes of Book of Boba Fett was, he was absolutely the highlight of that, and uh, he's like a truly fun guy to be around. Like him and yeah. uh, uh, what's his name playing the guitar together and stuff. The whole Robert filming. Rodriguez, yeah, yeah. yeah, Robert Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez. yeah, yeah. yeah. filming that was that was fun, man, really, really fun. Yeah, so that was just a, a total blast, and just to highlight it, if you if you saw some uh, highlights from it or some clips, it was just really everyone celebrating. The, the show, I, I, I would say there probably wasn't in, well, I guess the applause level for Ewan and Hayden throughout the weekend was insane, but the Ahmed Best moment I think was so special in Phantom Menace. I, I don't think there was quite one that was exactly like that, but the raucous laughter and watching Daniel Logan quite literally cry out of laughing before he was even introduced because Tim Morrison just kept ripping out bangers uh, <laughs> was really the best part about that. Uh, we went on to the day on Friday as well. Uh, all the High Republic authors signed uh, together for the one and only time. I know a bunch of us got some books signed. Uh, we got some posters signed. And, and really just meeting all those folks in one room was as beautiful as you probably think it would be. They are some of the warmest, most creative, uh, fun people. And not only was it fun to obviously chat with them, for the first time, like face to face after talking to them on zoom or talking to them on Twitter for so long, it really just kind of, I don't know, filled me with, with a, with a satisfaction and a joy to watch these five people who became really good friends on Skywalker ranch years ago, finally get to reunite in person. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was lovely to see the love. Like there was a freaking line for them. Y'all like they, we were, we were packed in there for books. And I, I know we love these things. And I know if you're watching or listening, you love these books too. But it was just so validating and cool to see people, like, line up and queue, like, for five authors. And it will just yeah. never be not cool to me yeah. to watch that happen. Yeah. That was super cool. One yeah. of, I mean, kind of uh, piggybacking off of that, I, was, I went by the Del Rey booth and just, like, sat back against the wall. And I, like... And then watched like everybody like buy all these books because uh, one of my buddies Kyle came and he uh, he picked up Light of the Jedi. He also yes. picked up um, picked up Kenobi. So he said he's he hasn't oh, never nice. read Kenobi. He's like you got to get that man before we start really getting That's into two that out series. Of the six. <laughs> yeah, get so I was just I was just sitting back and watching all like all these people pick up these books and I was like wow this is really awesome. We finally like you're probably getting maybe half the people there that have never or haven't picked like regularly read a star Wars book before they might find something they really like and then stumble upon us and then really get into it and then, you know, lose all their free time. So, um, it was super cool to see, especially at that Del Rey booth. Yeah. And, and I see this message in the chat. I do want to highlight this memory, uh, that I'm sure Emma will talk about on Wednesday night, but our friend Emma, uh, was there with us and lining up for the high Republic authors and Emma brought to be signed because we all had to pick a thing, right? Like I, I brought my poster that's behind me. Uh, some folks got the massive three book set signs. Some people brought comics and Emma brought a print that she had bought from the artist, Jake Bartok. Uh, if you don't oh, know him, right. Jake Bartok, uh, one of the coolest fan artists, now official cover artists um, in the Star Wars community. And a, for a while now, he's been drawing these high Republic characters and like, they're amazing. 
So Emma brought bought a print of his to get signed by all of them. And we all knew this. And we're in line waiting to get them signed. <clears throat> and I go, Emma, look behind you. And behind her, waiting in line to get stuff signed, is Jake Bartok, the <laughs> artist. So she takes out her poster tube, unrolls it, and goes, hey, Jake. He looks, she turns around, and just shows him. She's holding his print to get signed, and he was just blown away. He signed it for her as well, so now she has six signatures on that. Wow. And, like, it was Ooh, those man. kind of moments that really made Celebration so cool because these people that make freaking Star Wars are just as big a fan of Star Wars yeah, sure. as we are. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about the book community, too, is it's, it's a lot smaller and, and everybody's a little more down to earth. And, like, we had a ton of moments with authors and folks like this throughout the weekend. People would come by the booth and say hello and – and uh, it was that was super fun. I mean, it was super cool. Like it felt like we were really there, and everybody knew who we were. And that was so cool. And Christian Baver was so cool, and met like a bunch of us, and and we kept recognizing people. And like, oh, you're with Utini, and I was like, that's this warms my heart, man. Yeah, it was <laughs> the whole week was like that, unreal. And speaking of people pointing people out, I gotta give props to Charlie, uh, my lovely partner, who, as I said, we went to Disneyland after dark, and we were walking around. And uh, we're walking around Disneyland, and we did a lightsaber meetup, which is a photo we'll get to in a second. But before that, we were walking around, and she was like, hey, look up. And I was like, what? But I looked up because I was exhausted and weary. And all five High Republic authors, or four of them, I think, I think uh, Claudia Gray went to bed early, went, boom, right past me. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm um, just walking around <laughs> Disneyland. So I did run up because I'm who I am, and I finally got the first ever picture of my life. Uh... With a, uh, a man who I, in all sincerity, love very, very dearly. I got to run into Kevin Scott at Disneyland, and we got this lovely photo. I, this is clearly I'm, I'm, I'm faking all that emotion right there. Um, anyways, uh, just uh, uh, a really surreal moment to see. One, to see them just walking around Disneyland like regular folks, as they are. Um, but it was really amazing to happen to run into Kevin out of the tens of thousands of people. Uh, that were around, which then, of course, led us to go to the giant lightsaber meetup. And I'm not sure if you guys have heard about this thing, but if you go to these Star Wars nights at Disneyland, you can just go to the Millennium Falcon at a certain time. It's, like, literally on a schedule. And you go, and every single person in the park that has a lightsaber just goes in and ignites them all at the same time. And, like, it's busy, and it's crowded, and it's whatever, but... Everyone turns them off, and then Ray Ray came out and kind of gave this speech and was like, "Ignite for the resistance!" And y'all, everyone turned on their lightsabers at the same moment, and it was kind of a beautiful experience. I was uh, really blown away by like <laughs> all these people just holding these, frankly yeah. overpriced tubes. I know. But like, <laughs> listen, the you know? the whole light the lightsaber thing. I want to back up for a second because yeah, I haven't, I haven't this. mentioned this either. Galaxy's Edge. I also got to do Galaxy's Edge for the first time this trip. Um, and Wes, you did you did too, right? It was the first time you'd ever been as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, uh, Caitlin and I went with Emma, and uh, like she really hooked us up and planned everything. It was so fantastic. And we pretty much only did the Galaxy's Edge stuff. I know Eric, you ran around and did a whole bunch of other stuff that morning. We we only did Galaxy's yeah, Edge stuff. We had to go set up the Utini booth later in that afternoon. And uh, I got to say, I was utterly blown away with uh, the quality of everything. Yeah. I know everybody says that, and it's a broken record at this point. But, like, it truly, I mean, I didn't believe it. Like, 
like, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you hear the roller coaster. You really don't. I mean, it feels like you're in Star Wars when you're there and you can't see anything and the way all the rides are so immersive and like you start in Batu and the ride brings you back to Batu at the end of the ride and it's very, very immersive. And so I get it. Like it's, it is weirdly emotional. Like it wasn't like that at first. Like when you first walk into the park, I'm like, I'm at Disney World, but like, Whoa, Corey, you were at Disneyland. Disneyland, sorry. Disneyland, <laughs> that's right. Um, but, like, after don't you're there for, us, for don't a come while, for us, it, like, I know. It really, feels like, it really feels like you're there. And, like, you really get into all the stuff. And the lightsaber thing was super uh, emotional. I built one, too. This is my lightsaber. I built oh, the elemental so cool. one. Right? Yeah. I know. Um, that was incredible. I also cried during that. Everybody says you're going to cry. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. Come on. It's a bunch of kids like making lightsaber stuff. I literally cried. Like the <laughs> John Williams music will make you cry doing the lightsaber thing. All right. It, it's, yep. it's, it's a really yeah, moving experience. So I get it. I, I get, I, I can, I can see what you're saying, Eric, with like everybody doing that thing at the same time. It does feel very immersive and no, it's not immersive in the way that we're like, Oh, I'm actually a Jedi. I'm actually there. There's something, deeper than that i think for us as star wars yeah. fans of like getting to participate in a way of like it's like it's more than that it's it's a more of a symbol of what what this means to all of us i think in in mm-hmm. that moment and uh it's cool those those photos are, are really cool and seeing how all all the actors and everybody in the park is so on board with all that stuff is is awesome and uh i love it i wish it could have gone star well, wars it sounds like it was a blast there's it connotation was. now for the lightsaber meetup Right, because that's in something that's been going on for a while. But now the whole for light and life. I mean, that's like a very for those yeah, of us yeah. that read the books and and the comics. I think you know those moments are kind of burned into our brains. So that's where my mind went just looking at that picture, Eric. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, did you see? Did you see Maul just staring at you, Eric? Let's see if I can zoom in. <laughs> oh, yeah. See if I can zoom in on this picture right there. Oh, Look at oh, that Isn't that weird? <laughs> Oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, that is I, funny, like now I, That's all I can see. Thanks for ruining my beautiful it's like a moment demented here, Demented Where's Waldo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, oh, it was funny. a lovely night. Uh, and then the, the upside, if, if you are a Disney fan, a Disney Parks fan, um, if you go on a Star Wars night, everyone goes to Batu, so you can go on all the Fantasyland rides, and there's no lines. That was Charlie and I did. We went to Peter Pan in like 10 minutes. If you know, you know. Oh, man. Um. Uh, it was incredible. But then we went to Saturday morning. Uh, this was the shortest night of sleep for me. This was a rough day. But it was so fun because it started off with Charlie and I getting tickets we didn't think we were going to be able to get, but we did. Uh, and it was totally worth it because we got to go to a breakfast hosted by Ashley Eckstein and Matt Lanter. And it was very informal, very chill. And at the end of it, I was very shocked because they literally ran around the entire room and took selfies with everybody after a Q&A. So we got to get this selfie with freaking Anakin and Ahsoka. And I am not Rad. well That's in that picture. <laughs> um, you were very tired by this day. I don't know how you yes. kept it together for our panel that morning. It was wild. Um, but truly, I mean, everything we're saying here is broken record at this point, right? But, I mean, Matt Lanter, yes, as we said earlier, look, he's immaculate. beautiful. Um, but piercing blue eyes. Piercing. Yeah, I'm trying to put... This picture off. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they were as, as kind as, as you've always thought they were. They just chatted for half an hour about Clone Wars, about anything. People could just ask any kind of questions, and their friendship was, was beautiful to see. 
and it was a really perfect way to start the day. It was the first protein breakfast I had had all week. Uh, so that was a low. <laughs> talked about that so much. <laughs> yeah. like, I was like legitimately concerned for Eric's nutrition at this point. Because he was just like, good. guys, I had sausage for breakfast this morning. I'm just like, dude, you need to like take <laughs> a break or something, man. Like, you need yeah. some Pedialyte or something? Jesus. This is, this is the – that was the rough thing. But luckily, I got a good breakfast and I got my energy up because – the real first celebration thing of the day was was something that we were working towards the whole time, and it was our panel. And as we said, it's on YouTube right now, but guys, we did a panel. There's all of us in front of mics, in front of a backdrop. Um, I mean, God, I've said so much about it already. I mean, it happened. Trying to think if there's anything else really even to tell. Go watch it on YouTube if you haven't seen it yet. It was a lot of fun. I want to say something about this because I've gone back and watched it. And I just want to say that I'm actually super proud of all of y'all for pulling that off. Because there is a difference. Like maybe it helped to do this podcast every week. But there is a difference between that and having to kind of perform live in front of a group of people. Eric, I'm sure you appreciate that as an actor. And also it wasn't like it was us four up there like it was a mix of the live yeah, shows and, right. and i think it speaks towards sort of the the community here and the camaraderie here amongst the team members that you're actually able to go and pull that off like no redos no please stand by technical difficulties yeah. screen like no. no you had to you had to one shot Just get it you right. know yeah. and and you guys nailed it honestly so Thanks, um, Thanks, i'm really that. i'm really proud of y'all i had a ton of fun watching the panel on youtube just like straight up as a fan yeah it was fun i mean we you know we we really tried to if you're not going to watch it you know the the theme of the panel was essentially kind of a like a kind of a history of star wars books and then kind of merged into you know we talked about the old days of like the novelizations and how they came out like six months before the movies and that was crazy and then like splinters of the mind's eye and then we talked about like legends and the, then what happened when disney sort of changed it up and how canon is evolving like it was sort of like a a positive spin on like the history of Star Wars books from people who have been there since the beginning and have been reading the books forever and are really meshed into that culture. And this is why you should listen to us and not anybody else. Like, because everybody that's crapping on how bad canon is on the internet is wrong. And like, it was, it was good. We didn't say things like that. I mean, it, but it was like, we had people come up to us that were like, you know, I haven't read anything since, like the legends thing, just because I, I felt like you guys said, like it really hurt me, and like mm-hmm. I felt like they were ignoring all of us and disregarded how we felt about things. But you know, I, I see now that like that's not what they did at all, and it was a creative choice. And it sounds like some of the new canon stuff is first. And I took a picture of the books that you showed on the screen that have recommendations, and I'm going to go pick up some of those. And like that is why we created Utini. So to be able to like kind of do that live as an expression of what we do and how we really feel, that meant like a ton to me. And yeah. I, it turned out really good, and we got a lot of really positive feedback, and that really meant a lot to me. It's it's seriously one of the highlights of, of anything that I've ever done in regards to Star Wars and Utini, and I can't believe we made it. I always said, if we ever make it a celebration, I feel like we made it, and I'm like... I feel like we're at this like new level now, and it's been it's been so fun. It was so fun, so fun. Emma said it was a blast. She was so fun too, by the way. Emma yeah. absolutely killed it. Killed um, it. Her and Freddie both did. did. Um, you know, the four of us, like you said, Charles, have never even podcasted together. Freddie and nope. Emma, we've had them both on the Living Force individually, but the four of us have never uh, done. It was like together, a Utini so. draft where you drafted it podcast was. hosts in the random combination. <laughs> 
It was, but they all nailed it. They all had really great things to say about sort of their area of expertise, and it worked out really nicely. And Emma's comments about the history of comics and how weird they were, and Leia summoning a dark force matter from the center of the planet to disintegrate somebody or something nuts was like <laughs> it was a crazy story. Yeah. And, we hit uh, we hit it we hit all fun. the teeny, we hit Jackson we hit naked Palpatine. It was we a did. good little mishmash of everything. It was uh, it was good. Yeah, it was good. it was, it was it. super cool to see people nodding in agreement. There was, and then more people coming in because, like, yeah. I think their friends were texting, like, "Hey, man, you got to get in here." And so, like, a lot of the people that are listeners of the show, and a lot of them were not listeners of the show, but they were also like, they were getting into it. Y'all were yeah. very personable with with your uh, with your comments and with what you were talking about. And the slides were great; they were great visuals to put up there. So, if anybody <laughs> didn't know what you were talking about, I mean, you have a visual of. You know what you need to go buy at the Del Rey booth that day. Yeah. And you yeah. probably sold a couple books just being at yeah. that panel. Yeah. Anytime someone's like, "Oh, I like what you said," I bought a book. I'm like, "Great, that's it. That is <laughs> yeah, that is I the goal." We did our buy job. Books, we did our job. Yeah. Things. Tom came by at one point from the Del Rey booth. One of the editors at Del Rey we talk about a lot. He's kind of participates in our community a lot. He uh, he came by and said, "Yeah, yeah." People will keep coming by and say, "Hey, we talked to those Utini guys and we want to buy some books." So. You know that's that's really that really means a lot. You know, like I said on the on the panel, like if if uh, I can even get somebody to have a tiny little inkling of the joy that I've gotten from this experience, and I will feel like I've achieved the the mission that we set out to do. So, it was a uh, it was a cool thing. And you know, we actually have the high quality audio now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I, that guy, the sound guy, he was really cool. He used his awesome. personal USB drive and he really saved a, he saved the sound for me. And I have a high like our voices going into mics sound quality. Um, why, why don't I just edit that into a bonus episode for the feed? I should just do that. And, awesome. Uh, Good. It's, business yeah. meeting done. It's easy. Business meeting done. I'll do that. Yeah. Don't forget. So if you haven't watched it on YouTube and you want to listen to that, I guess Corey's going to do that. Uh, yep. Keep an eye out. Uh, and yeah, Bounty Hunt anyway. Yeah, and as Justin <laughs> said, a lot of folks have been joining the Discord as well. So I hope that all y'all in the Discord have been super welcoming, obviously, because you are. And I hope that you're having a great time meeting like-minded Star Wars fans. Now... They did very rudely uh, schedule like a minor panel during the Utini panel called Mandalorian Plus. Uh, so, <laughs> which was fine, which was great. Um, but it was the big uh, panel of the day. They showed off the Mandalorian season three teaser with a lot, a lot of footage about like Mandalore. Uh, I think there was an Anzellan in there, things like that. I'm sure they're going to be releasing similar things to that in the coming months. Um, Rosario Dawson and Natasha Lou Bordizo, uh, who's playing Sabine, and Chopper himself came out, uh, which is amazing because I love me some Chopper, uh, because they actually talked about Ahsoka quite a bit during this panel and ended the panel by giving an Ahsoka teaser, which has been filming for like a couple weeks at this point, and it showed not only Rosario and Natasha, but also Hera, the ghost and Sabine, and the Rebels mural from the epilogue. So, y'all, what did you think about... What did you think about that? About Ahsoka not only having footage, but basically being a Rebels sequel? Uh, I think it's definitely the most uh, face-melting moments of all of Star Wars Celebration. It seems like they got maybe even larger crowd reaction than Hayden and Ewan, which is wild. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, I did catch... You know, they were... They were religious about making sure people do not film like the secret leaks and stuff. Like people were mm-hmm. like every single panel we went to, people were walking up and down the aisles like no filming, no filming. Like they were really mean about it. 
Um, but of course, all that was uh, a gigantic waste because if one person gets it on YouTube, it's all over, right? And they did, like ten minutes after the panel was over, which is great because I got to see it. Uh, and uh, so, thanks, guy, for uh, you know having anxiety during your panel to film that because that would really freak me out. I couldn't do it. I don't know how he did it. Um, but uh, I got to watch that. I got to watch the little tease at the end where it shows because it doesn't show like the actors, right? Like it's it's just like a mural of like the characters, isn't yeah. it? It right? shows it the you don't see the actor for. Hera, you see, like a you see Ahsoka, obviously, um, but and you, I, I don't they think brought you out, see that face. They I brought don't think out you see anybody's faces. They brought out Sabine, but I don't yeah. think you. They didn't show any footage with no. any of the characters, no, no, no. right? So, um, that's crazy. We all knew this is what it was going to be. We all knew it, but like, I mean, this is. Yeah, like, I didn't. I mean, this is the this is <laughs> this is the most felony felony verse. Like, this feels like a weird. Like climactic moment for the Filoni yeah. verse in my opinion. I didn't opinion, think we'd get the ghost. Yeah. I I didn't. I thought Ahsoka and Sabine would be on a thing. I didn't think we we're getting Hera and Chopper. I was very yeah. That's a good point. Emotional. Charles obviously because none of us were in that panel. You you're right here with us, baby. Uh, so how was <laughs> how was finding out what the Ahsoka show is actually about uh, affect you? It was it was like both. Shocking and not shocking at the same time, right? Like it was, yeah. it's one of those things that makes so much sense, but you would never sit there and be like, "This is what's going to happen." But I mean, yeah, right. how many how many breadcrumbs has Filoni left along the way? And he's got a All great track them. record of going back and <laughs> yeah. and picking things up that you know yeah. you kind of expect him to. So of course, he was going to get around to this eventually. I didn't know it was going to be the Ahsoka series, but it makes a ton of sense. And I think seeing the crowd reaction. Or, or at least hearing about the crowd reaction and knowing how I felt when I was able to see the footage, it, Rebels is another kind of weird pocket of fandom. Like people that have watched Rebels, like there's a there's an innate are understanding. Are cooler than those who have not? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> that is. <laughs> but but no, there is like this innate understanding, you know, of like man, this was an incredible series. Like, the story is really good. It's 100% worth watching if you haven't. Um, and yeah. going back and listening to Eric and Charlie's podcast on the matter, Ghost Crew. Um, we were going to record it this yeah. week, but then I got COVID. Oh, <laughs> so, coming back. But, yeah, no, truly, truly uh, incredible moment. I, I was not keeping up with the, like, rumors and leaks about the information coming from Ahsoka and what it could mean. Um, but this kind of floored me. I just saw the notes on it. I didn't actually see the panel. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what is all this about Hera? What is, and what is this about, um, Ezra is Ezra in the show? Is that just some kind of maybe, is that who we, who they were talking about kind of thing? And I was just like, wow. Cause rebels holds a special place in my heart because I caught it when it was going on, um, like the regular Disney channel live, Disney XD, Disney XD. Sure. I caught it in like season two, and I just started, and I finished it all the way through. Um, so that was really cool. That's when y'all were like sixteen years old, I guess. Oh, <laughs> we were in med school, okay. like twelve, you know. <laughs> I watched, I watched that on demand on my phone in the substitute teachers' lounge while I was airing. Okay, so that's, that's what I was doing. Listen, Westfault and Nam. All right, he's older than all. Of us. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But yeah, I can't believe we're getting the continuation of Rebels. And I'm also very excited because just as like the Mandalorian, we know caused a lot of folks to go back and watch Clone Wars, like that's yeah. gonna happen now with Ahsoka and Rebels. So yeah. very excited for that. 
But of course, that wasn't the only thing about The Mandalorian that happened at Star Wars Celebration. On the first day, Favreau and Filoni actually came out and said, hey, we missed you guys so much because Celebration hadn't happened since The Mandalorian premiered that they actually, quite literally, put a bunch of The Mandalorian set and props in trucks and drove it over and yeah. created what they called The Mandalorian Experience. Uh, Corey... I know you went to this before us. I went as well, but I want to give you the floor. What was this like? This thing was amazing. Yeah, um, I don't know, Wes. I don't know if you have any pictures of of, of that anywhere handy. That was insane. Uh, I was the first person. I got a real good one. It. Nice. There yeah, you go. Me and, there me you and go. Charlie <laughs> rocking yeah, it out. The, yeah, sick. <laughs> like I, uh, I, I got really lucky. Caitlin and I walked out of the. Um, they actually announced this the first day, actually, Eric. They announced it at the yeah, yeah, the first panel. panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They announced mm-hmm. it there, or the yeah. Anyway, they announced it the first day, and like they're like, yeah, so Lightning Lane is going to be open at like one o'clock, and you know that's how you can get in and whatever. And Kay and I were standing in line in a food truck, and I'm like, didn't didn't they say it was oh it was like one o five or something like that? And they were like, didn't they say it opens at one or something like that? And I'm like, yeah. And, and Kay was like, yeah, I think they did. And I, I just pulled it up on my phone. It was literally zero wait for the Lightning Lane. It put me in like. Like, I could have any time I wanted. So I guess that everybody must have thought maybe that they couldn't get in, I guess, if they went immediately as soon as it opened. But I don't know. I just got really lucky, and I went down there, and it wasn't very crowded. There was nobody there. Like So we were, like, some of the first people in, um, you know, just period. And I immediately started sending pictures of the team. I'm like, because I didn't want to give it all away because you have to see it. But also I was like, holy shit, get your ass down here. You have to see this thing. (laughs) And they literally brought, like – you know, they way undersold it on the yeah. panel. Show yeah, the we second brought, picture, we brought Wes. Some, we brought yeah. some Show the set second pieces. picture here. This, is, this was the piece de resistance, I believe. If, Look at uh, this. The oh, full-size N1. Uh, yeah, this is insane. <laughs> like, that full-size N1, a full-size animatronic Bantha was in there. A yep. full-size, mm-hmm. the actual Rancor head, like one of the ones that you saw in the behind-the-scenes thing that moved around, that was there. It was insane. And then... Then John Favreau coincidentally walked in while we were down there, and he was like, "Hey guys, <laughs> thanks for, thanks for, thanks for coming and checking it out." And everyone's like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, John. We really appreciate it." Like it was, it was, it was a wild experience. Thanks, John. Y'all are on a first name basis with him. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, like, we're all friends here now. I guess <laughs> hey, but, yeah, the the actual dark saber was down there, yep. um, and there's like everything had tag, everything these. had tags on it, and if it said there are, if it, if it oh said my. featured. Some of it said featured, like it's the actual thing you see on screen. Yeah, look at these pictures. It was yeah. nuts. All these actual costumes, like they way undersold it. It was intense. Look Holy at Black Santin. Like, he was yeah. for real, dude. Huge. That was the most. That was most like detailed uh, costume I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. And you can see his feet. I know. You can see <laughs> everything. Trying to cover they that. Had, up. I mean, they, they must have had. See everything. They literally right. must have had a thousand set little pieces little down there. They had all, all of the uh, all of the Tuscans from Book, Book of Boba Fett. Yep. You know the yeah. the 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 woman. I, I guess this woman actually. We've yep. never really Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan, a bunch of Mandalorians were there. The the yep. <laughs> the Boba Fett of Boba Fett's throne. That's that's what he's standing yep. next to. In Grogu, that picture, the puppet, throne. was actually in the N one moving around, and you would like wave at you. There's the cockpit. This was super cool. The Razor Crest cockpit yeah. with the little ball. You see it? Yep. You can see it down there. The little ball that uh, Gregor's always playing yeah. with or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, it, it blew us away. It absolutely blew us away. They even had some of the. Uh, they even had some of the miniatures, like 
like you know Star Wars classically, all their spaceships are miniatures and stuff. They had some of the actual miniatures, like the yeah. Razor Quest, Razor Crest, and the uh, what's that small Imperial ship that's got like three engines? It's not a Star Destroyer. It's like small, but it's not like. It's very close to the like the Vintner class. Uh, oh, uh, uh, you know I don't talking, talking about. about it. It's escaping me. Yeah, it's escaping heavily me. heavily featured in Rebels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. They had miniature. It was big. I mean, it was like it was like four or five feet long. Gazanti, and... thank you, Justin. The Gazanti. Yeah, there you go. That's what it was. Yeah, nice it was pull. nuts. This one it was Steven. nice. Yeah, there's the uh, there's the <laughs> rancor. rancor. It was that was it yeah was insane guys. I'm telling this you, thing this was, was amazing. This is one of the, this was the other big highlight. The two gigantic highlights of celebration for me were that first panel where we amazingly were just treated like kings and get to go to the freaking red carpet experience, and uh, the second highlight was getting to see all this live action stuff because none of us will ever see any of this again. Like yeah. this stuff is not open to the public ever. I mean, they put it in in crates <laughs> in the warehouse. <laughs> you know, look at that. Jeez. Yeah. I had no idea these things actually moved like this. And then we go in there and it's just ro- walking around and making bantha noises like a bantha. Oh, my God. Um, yes. Yeah. Absolutely surreal. Uh, so glad they decided to bring it in because, I mean, when was the last time you went to a museum? Much less a freaking yeah. Star Wars museum. That was cool. Um, yeah, that's basically what it was. That's what it was. I took, I took a 27-minute video. I started video right when I walked in and I did – video of everything so i could cut that up and put it in you should like as a as something for youtube to see just, just to just go and see it. all the i love yeah. that i love that it was so, wild so Whole happy we got guys. that and then of course uh one more big panel on saturday which was the tales of the jedi panel uh this was the worst kept secret in star wars <laughs> that this was going to be the new show is it uh, reed's pop is it reed pop's fault or the ones that blew it i think they yes are. it's reed pop's fault Repop's uh, fault. <laughs> they had one job. Yeah. I got to say, though, they, they did do a great job of not telling us at all what this was because I was completely blown away. This was uh, featuring Amy Ratcliffe and Dave Filoni, mainly. Um, they revealed this show was going to be six shorts that are coming out later this year. Uh, three of them will be about Ahsoka Tano, and three of them will be about Jedi Dooku. That's right, Dooku before yeah. he becomes Darth Tyrannus. And it was a really great time just to kind of hear Dave talk about how this all came to be. Basically, he just kind of jotted some stories down on, on plane rides to and from the Mandalorian set, showed him to carry back, and, he, and he's like, hey, you want to make these? And she's like, yeah, we'll find the money. And they did. And uh, they kind of pitched these a little bit. Uh, if you want, I actually did a live tweet, uh, again, on the Atini uh, Twitter thread. There, we did a huge live tweet with a ton of concept art about it. Uh, I love these showing the young Dooku, but... That hilt. Yeah, the curved awesome. hilt that Wes, you now own, of course. <laughs> and what I also love is that Dave was like, you know what, rather than hear me talk about it, well, let's watch one. So we watched the entire first episode, which was about 15 minutes long, and it featured Ahsoka as a baby and focused mainly on her mother, who was voiced by, Je- uh, by Janina Gavankar, who's Aiden Versio. And then she came out and did a whole interview about what it's like to play Ahsoka's mom. And it was this really incredible thing. And, y'all, when this drops later this year, I'm going to call it right here. So many people have been. This is going to be the surprise hit of the year. These are all yeah. animated shorts. and people The animation is, is top notch. Y'all too. watched like one? Super good. I, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah, man. crap. Very uh, dialogue light overall. 
Dave talked about how I want these to be a lot more like kind of about emotion and, and vibe and environment. Uh, I'm not sure if the Dooku ones will be the same, but it was really a beautiful. <clears throat> it was just beautiful, and they had a, yeah. a giant talk about it, and then ended with a trailer that I'm sure they're going to release in the coming weeks, and it included a bunch of things. You know, we got to see Anakin and Ahsoka are going to be together again uh, with Matt Lancer and Ashley Eckstein. Who did not tell me about it that morning at the breakfast? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but then, most importantly, we saw clips of Bail Organa because 2022 is Bail Organa season. And then, I kid you not, freaking Yaddle. Yaddle yeah. was yeah. dueling Dooku. We were like, oh, does Yoda have hair in this? He does not. Definitely does not. <laughs> you know who does famously have hair? Yaddle. So, I, 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 I I'm so excited for this. Obviously, Filoni doing any kind of Star Wars animation is amazing. This panel, much like with the show, I think, it was, was a, a secret highlight for me. I had no idea I was going to be as excited as I was. Everyone walking out of it was absolutely buzzing. And when it comes later this year, I'm not sure if they're dropping them all at once because they're, they're shorter. But they're not like, you know, Forces of Destiny, four or five minutes. These are 15-minute long, fully animated stories uh, that will all have some kind of thread. So, uh, I'm stoked. I think starting this off with Ahsoka and Dooku might mean they're going to test it. And then, do you guys think maybe we'll get more... I mean, do we do this with more characters? Do we do, like, yeah. three a little bit, three a little bit here? I mean, we're getting young Qui-Gon, we know. So, like, how many other characters yeah. might this include? This would yeah. fill in gaps, like, between the movies that we're missing, right? So, I mean, yep. we have the books. We have the books for that, definitely. But yep. this is just a visual aid as well that would help out. Yeah. It seems like a no-brainer yeah. to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're making more visions, which is much more obscure yeah. than these are going to be. So, I think they'll make yeah, that's more. That's right. Sure. That's right. Season 2 of Visions got announced as well. It's not even an official panel we have because there were so many. Uh, but Visions got announced for Season 2. Casually on, just on, like, oh, yeah, by the way. on Twitter, they just dropped it on Twitter like during celebration or something. A lot like of that. stuff you know, on Twitter was dropped. It was so no bizarre. Idea. It was they so bizarre. A- We're like, <laughs> hey, did you guys hear that there's a vision? Like, oh yeah, did they talk about the panel? No, not not at all. Actually, <laughs> <That one. laughs> it was they had weird. a vision panel that none of us had to go to because it cross reference stuff. But they're like, oh yeah, by the way, all these new things are coming. A whole new series is coming. There's also a Visions comic they announced. Like, okay, we're gonna have a full recap video later on that Emma's putting together. Uh, we are obviously never going to be able to cover all of it, which is so great. Uh, but, of course, it's coming later this year with uh, Tales of the Jedi. I really hope they do more of it. But we were exhausted after all of this. All these official panels happened. The behind-the-scenes Del Rey panel happened, which was great. But a lot of us couldn't hang out and be there and listen to awesome stories from Tom, from Adam Christopher, from Mike Chen, uh, from Kirsten White, because... We had to go to a little thing called the Utini Celebration, uh, which happened on Saturday night. And my goodness, what what a fun time. Any, any quick, I mean, if, if you were there, we loved seeing you. We had a great crowd. We met for the first time. Um, I mean, what, what, how do you describe what Celebration was, guys? It was our first party. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, in natural, you know, classic Utini fashion, all of our tech went to shit. Uh, yep, <laughs> not good. We we had that was okay. uh, we were we were gonna try to po- do some podcasting live, and nope. uh, it didn't really work out that well. But that's okay. I mean, it was still fun, and we got to hang out with yeah. everybody. 
Um, I didn't eat anything, so I was so busy chatting and meeting all these people, and it was so much fun. And we met lots of folks from our community and people in our Discord and um, new friends, people that came by the, the – you know, they either came to our panel or they came by, um, you know, the booth, and we invited them to the party. And, and you know, hey, I met you guys at the booth. I, I wanted to come to the party, and it was a lot of fun. Really great venue. Um, Eric yeah. gave me a beautiful toast that I will oh, never you deserve forget. It. That was uh, you. really nice, man. <laughs> yeah, um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, this was one of the other big highlights for us too. To it was on the last. It was one of the last days, right? It was on Saturday. Yep, so Saturday it was night. Kind of a, in the kind of a nice, maybe kind of conclusion for you, Teeny. I think in a lot of ways we were all pretty dead by Sunday. Like we yeah. were kind of like watching the clock, you know, ready to pack up the booth on Sunday. So like Saturday was sort of like the the icing on the cake, and uh, it was really really fun really fun we yeah. had lots of good friends and met some really cool people and uh, i think uh rob was it that was that his name rob was yeah. was my favorite was it ron or rob i can't remember i think it was ron ron the guy with the really cool tattoos yes. you remember we talked to him amazing tattoos yes my we gosh. talked to him for like like 30 minutes uh when when we first got there he was kind of he was one of the first people that got there and i think he got there a little early and we went by and talked to him and um, I just went and chatted with him for a minute. It was kind of quiet. Then he really opened up, and I got Eric to come. I was like, Eric, you got to meet this guy. He's so cool. And then he this started showing fun. us his tattoos, and he's got all these, like, both of his legs with his arms, and he's just been around since the beginning. And it was so fun to, you know, kind of touch base with folks in our community that, like, we've never met before. Maybe we've yeah. never seen him in our comments Welcome before you in. and those yeah. types of things. And uh, it, was, uh, it was a fun yeah. experience for sure. Just, just the best time. Uh, as you see the comments, yes, Jared was there. Cheryl was there. We finally got to chat a ton. We had, we got, found some amazing cosplayers that showed up. It was just so full of love and so fun, which of course led us into Sunday, uh, which again, for the entire day, still had a freaking Bad Batch season two panel, um, which was <laughs> great. We got, we got to see as, as I'm sure all of you have seen by now, um, there was a trailer for season two. I mean, it, it looks just as amazing as season one did. We loved it. We're going to be covering it. Go watch the full trailer. Um, but it was it was coming out later this year in September, I believe. Now we've confirmed a release date. But that was just cool to kind of be in the love of yet another project. And guys, that's really as we're as we're kind of winding down our coverage here. That's really what the whole weekend was. It was like, look at this new project. Look at this new project. The live celebration mm-hmm. stage, which if you've been over the Star Wars YouTube channel, there's clips, 10-minute clips of Hayden and Ewan, Giancarlo Esposito. Like, all these people just showed up and gushed for 10 minutes at a time, and it was perfect. Um, so you got to, I mean, go check that out if you want to feel the vibe. But all this being said, we finally got to the closing ceremony. And got one final announcement. I just want to hear from you guys before we get out of here. We confirmed that next, wait, is it April? Ten months. Uh, yes, it's in Europe. Celebration is going to London in the Excel Center. This was a rumor. Uh, what we had heard? What was the reaction? What was the reaction? <laughs> I can tell you what it was. So I was in the, uh, I was in, I was at the Star Wars show stage or whatever, and it was me and Emily and Caitlin and Trev and a couple other people, and they're like, the guy comes out and he's really excited. He's like, and we're going to London, and everybody, and there's kind of a collective, yay! Trevor's like, he's like freaked out. Everybody looked at us or whatever, and we're like, oh, listen, this guy's a Brit, all right? He's excited, all right? He's allowed to be excited. It was funny. 
because the 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 collective <laughs> the collective was like, oh, Europe, and all the Europeans in the crowd just lost yeah. their damn minds. It was amazing, as they should. Yeah, I am I as they should. I'm I'm legitimately yeah. so pleased for so many European fans because there's such a yeah. European contingent. They have that, been neglected. It was harder, um, and you know what. We'll see. Uh, I, I gotta give a huge shout out to our buddy JG, who's in the chat now. JG is the most expert celebration person you'll ever meet. <laughs> On seriously, Saturday bro. night, JG's like, "It's going to London." I'm like, "How the hell do you know?" No, yeah, he knows everything. JG knows yeah. everything. And he's JG's in the chat kid. right now. He, JG was with us too, and uh, and he he immediately because JG stayed in a room with uh, with Trevor and Oz and Andrew. I think yeah, they all room Andrew, together. the wild and room. Listen, Oz. <laughs> And Trevor together are just insane, and Trevor just parties so hard. I don't know how anybody can keep up with him. It's ridiculous. On foreign soil, I can't. I can't <laughs> Florence, I don't know how he can stand. Like, it's, see, like he would post pictures at like two o'clock in the morning and slag. I'm like, how is he awake the next day? It was incredible, and uh, it was fantastic. And uh, JG turns to me right after Trevor freaks out. He turns to me and he goes, "Oh no, Trevor's gonna make us go to all the pubs." <laughs> <laughs> JG's clearly traumatized from uh, from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but it was yeah. so fun, and thank God that uh, Charles and I are going to be making attending money because that's what it's going well, to take. Well, I don't think I've that, said this on the show, but I was here, man. I was sitting on a rocking chair at the beach uh, on the front porch in North Carolina, and Nicole's sitting next to me. Who, if you're new to the show, she's uh, my significant other, who's not a big Star Wars person. And I and I saw this, <laughs> and I show it to her. It said, you know, Celebration Europe, and she was like, "You're not leaving the country without me." And I was like, "Oh, so you're coming to Celebration then?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I think it's uh you know we've talked a lot. We've talked not a lot. We talked briefly on the team of what that looks like for you. Trevor was looking we, up hotels the next day, and I'm like, and I need oh to get home. Well, like that Trevor, go to sleep first. All right, please. Oh, we're so Jesus. excited. So we don't know. We don't. We don't know what will happen. You know, like we don't want to predict it. It's a very short amount of time. Celebration did cost Utini a yep. lot of money this year, and uh, a lot of things to discuss and figure out. I can tell you this though: there will certainly be a lot of us. Um, that go to London. You yeah, know, I think I think a lot of people on the team will probably go. I mean, this was such a yep. cool experience to put so many people that know each other from the internet in one place at one time. So, was yeah. there, we will be there, maybe in a little less official yeah. capacity, but you less know, force we will be there. probably. I mean, in order to get the booth, as as you guys have followed us, we had to ship a lot of stuff across the the continental United States and drive it around. A little tougher when we only got one per two people on the ground in the UK. Um, but as many of us that can financially. Make it over. We'll be there. I mean, this is – that's just kind of that, – that's the easy sort of it. So if you're going to Celebration next year, those of us that go would obviously love to see you. Uh, yep. This was unlike anything I, I've ever gone to. I can't imagine many things uh, will keep me away. Now, now, a couple thousand dollar price tag might be one of those things. But yeah. we'll, we'll keep you obviously posted too. as they happen. Yep. We Lots of talk in the, in the comments, too. Yeah, it's, it's weird timing. It's super weird. I mean, they must have had this plan for a while, yeah. it seems like. so. I think there's some stuff coming know. in May that they got a promo, would mm. be my original theory. Mm. Or they got a really good deal on the XL Center. You know, who knows? That's a good point. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe something is coming. That's the, that time frame kind of works out. So, yeah, I don't know. Timing's weird. It's across the, across the ocean. You know, we'll make it work. Yeah, I'm excited. For celebration, isn't it? All right, I got one. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> so as we as we close out our two-part celebration coverage, my goodness, I feel like we could talk for hours more, and I could go back tomorrow. Uh, fellas, what was your 
number one takeaway from Celebration. And Charles, I'm going to start with you, man. Obviously, you heard a lot a lot of the stuff on these shows uh, for the first time, and you, you took a lot in, even though you weren't there. What was your big takeaway from Star Wars Anaheim? Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022. Oh, man. I, number one, the Star Wars isn't going anywhere. I mean, I don't think any of us thought yeah. that, but good <laughs> Lord. I mean, there's just... There's so, so, so much coming, and um, I don't know how we're going to digest all of this, but I am excited to try. And I think the other thing that just watching, you know, tangentially y'all's experience is this solidified for me, like, why I love the Utini community so much. Because I could see, even from the outside, that going to Star Wars Celebration, as someone who's never been... I. I think it must be one of those like lifetime Star Wars fan bucket list things. But when you're going yeah. and you're going with this group that that you've shared all these experiences with virtually and you know whether it's in the Discord or whether you're one of the hosts of the podcast, whatever it is, when you can go and meet some of these people that you otherwise wouldn't have a chance to meet and spend time with and experience things with those people, like that is why we do this. And yeah. it was so motivating for me to see that that it was so fulfilling for you guys. And it just, it kind of lights that fire under me to do everything I can do to get to the next one. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Yes to all. Corey. Wes, you and, I want to hear from you guys because this is all your right. first one, right? That's great. That's a good point. Wes, then. Um, so one of my favorite things that I guess I saw was just all the people, right? So all the people that... I don't normally see on a day-to-day basis having the time of their lives. Yeah. We're all nerding out sure. at all the panels, def- at, definitely on the floor. But I want to thank one person in particular who really put this thing, this whole thing together. I mean, I've been, I've watched. Um, I mean, he first came across me like a couple years ago, um, and that's you, Matt. I got a picture with Matt the radar technician. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Where's my muffin, <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I flagged this guy down the first time I saw him, and then the rest of the day, I was, he was like, all right, man, I get it. Like, you like my costume. I was like, you're, you're Matt the Radar Technician. <laughs> so, excellent. Excellent. No notes. Oh, jeez. Eric, um, you, what about you, man? This is your first one. Was it? Did it meet all your expectations? Are you overwhelmed? It, like, I am in a very cliche position. Because I'm, I felt like you did after Chicago where I came home and I was like, well, my life's got to be different now. Because Celebration not only exceeded my expectations in terms of pure content, uh, friendships, like Cheryl says, new friendships, existing ones, Utini and beyond, the kindness of people, the, the excitement, the thrills, everything. But the pure euphoric joy I felt every day at Celebration has actively made me think differently about my life going forward. And I think that my pursuit of joy in the Star Wars community and beyond has has never really been stronger than it is now, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just so inspired by how happy Star Wars can make so many of us at the same time that I don't see a reason why my life can't always be going in that direction. And it has yeah. really profoundly hit me in that way of like, wow – this is what they mean. This is why we do it. And I absolutely just kind of want to dedicate the rest of my life to making that happen. So yeah, 
very profound yeah. for me. It's fun. Very profound. Yeah, it's fun. I think a lot of people like Star Wars Celebration is that reminder that they're not alone in the fandom for a lot of yeah. people. And, you know, this yeah. was a uh, – because this is my second one, and uh, – like this is also on the backdrop of like having coming out of the last Star Wars celebration with like like you said, Eric, this is gonna shape my life and this certainly shaped like how we built and operated Utini for the last two, three years, right? And yeah. Um, you know, I think I think this really highlighted for me the fact that like the community that we work so hard to build here is it's not quite that insanity that, that the euphoria from celebration is, but it is certainly an element of that, of that constant positivity and joy and fun all the time. So like it didn't quite for me feel like, Oh my gosh, this is huge breath of fresh air. Like everybody's not shitting on the last Jedi finally. And I think it is for a lot of people, but I don't feel like that because we have this awesome thing we build here at Utini where we, you know, we focus on that all the time and not to toot our own horn too much. Um, But I do, I will say exactly. I will say going back (laughs) And I asked Freddie this too because Freddie has been to seven Star Wars celebrations, oh right? And I asked, I asked him, like, "How does this shape up compared to your your history of celebrations?" And he said, "It's he <laughs> says the doing this with Utini is obviously put it on a whole other level, but like there is something about going back and experiencing this all the hidden footage and the behind the scenes stuff and being in the crowd and the show floor and the costumes that never goes away. Like it's just such a." overwhelming joy to be around people that love what you love is just so invigorating and thrilling and like you just gotta you gotta do it if you're a star wars fan you gotta do it once in your life at some point if you have to save for five years be able to go you gotta do it i mean freaking camp in a campground outside of the city or something if you have to i don't know like you gotta go at some point in your life because it is just a completely overwhelming exceptional experience and uh it's just one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life. And this one especially being the sort of um, debut, I guess, of Utini in a lot of ways, like in a professional capacity with the fandom has just been – man, I don't know how we're ever going to top this, guys, but I've nope. said that before. Yeah. I've said it before, but I don't know how we're ever going to top it. This was just so much fun. It was so, so, so much fun, and I'm still barely recovering from it. It's yeah. just insane. We'll see you in London as best we can, and all celebrations – from here on out, uh, I don't see you teeny stopping anytime soon. We cannot wait to see you all. Uh, and for those of you that weren't there, we can confirm, as Cheryl says, I am, in fact, the shortest member of the Living Force. Um, <laughs> Do you know <laughs> how many people told me, wow, you're a lot taller than I expected? <laughs> I, literally, I, I literally had, I think, like eight to ten people tell me that that joke. Like, the bit seriously. Worked. It bit work. So I thought I was Good. super, That's super short. <laughs> I know, but screw you guys for doing this to me. I'm like, Eric's the short one, damn it. You had you had those special shoes that gave you an extra four inches. Oh, my God. <laughs> and on that note, my friends, that will do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. If you support us on Patreon, thank you so much for all your assistance. Look out for all the cool content we get coming your way. And a special thank you to OK Endar, Brian Dooley, Patrick Ortiz, Earl Q, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Gutierrez, Freddie C, and Stallion Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Corey M. Helton. Charles Zetsy Hankel. Wes is at Boss West. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. 
Thank you to Corey Charles and Wes for piling with me tonight. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening back at home. We will see you at Celebration sometime in the future, I'm sure. And as always, may the Force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.